Hello, how are you doing today? Uh, I have to be honest with you. I have to be up front right away with you. I kind of fucked up. Uh, yesterday, Tuesday, it got into a busy day. And that is the joy of the job and having this new profession that I have. Uh, it keeps me very busy. I was busy throughout the morning yesterday uh, running around into various parts of the area, getting work done, completing uh, interviews, and getting the surveys filled. So that's good. Work is being done. And I'm also uh, taking on another survey, which uh, requires training. And uh, I went to a week of training recently, and I have some post uh training exercises to go through so it's you know I got busy with that later in the day also a couple weeks ago Cheryl was in a minor well in a auto accident Uh, she got rear-ended by a woman who we don't think was even paying attention no sounds of skidding or stopping nothing she just hit her Quite well. Uh, Fortunately, Cheryl, physically, completely fine. Car, though, destroyed. Not totally, not completely uh, totaled, but it's been in the shop since maybe three weeks now, two weeks and a half, you know, whatever it is. And uh, they gave her a rental loaner for the time. And that's a piece of shit, that loner. It is, uh, the check engine light has popped on and off several times. And the uh, one tire, the valve stem keeps leaking. And, you know, it was fine at first, but the low tire light popped on. So Cheryl put air in all the tires. And the very next day, the front left side was completely flat. And uh, went and got an air compressor, borrowed it from her family filled it up a little bit could hear it pissing out of the valve so I redid the the thing got it like wiggled it around and it stopped so and it, and it stayed for a while <coughs> uh, they put some more air in, in, into it and I don't know if it sealed up right but the very next day it was flat so we're going to get the air compressor again today and fill it back up and bring it to the um, place where she got it and explain how horrible this vehicle is. <coughs> so, uh, so you put that, you know, so I had to drive Cheryl to work early in the morning and uh, picked her up in the evening and was doing some, you know, running around during the day, and the day just got away from me, 
And in all honesty, there was a smidge of it in the morning. It's like, okay, it's Tuesday. I'm going to do my show. But after that little thought, it was completely out of my head for the whole rest of the day. Uh, Excuse me. That's a good sip. Good, nice, warm sip. Not over hot, not cold. Nice, almost perfect. Just a little bit hotter would be better. But anyway, uh, even during the evening when I was uh, doing the uh, exercises, the practice exercises, the practice on the computer in my uh, training modules, and it wasn't, you know, I was focusing on doing that right and, you know, tinkering with it all. So my brain just completely flipped and fried. And as I was driving home uh, from driving Cheryl to work this morning, I completely remembered, totally remembered. And it was like, what the shit? I didn't do my show at all. And it didn't even dawn on me to do my show. So I do want to apologize. If Now, I don't know if folks are waiting on Tuesday for me to, you know, put this out. I hope not. I hope at some point you get to it during your week and all of this will be irrelevant to you if you just find it on, you know, if you always listen on Thursday or whenever during the week or the weekend. I don't know when people listen to this, but some people do. I know that much. People are. And when they do, I'm not quite sure. So this could all be irrelevant and I could be telling you all this because uh, I feel like I should. But it could be irrelevant, and I don't know, but we'll leave it at that. So, some thoughts of today, and being the day it is, it is Wednesday, uh, the 21st, I believe it is the 21st of um, January, and it's a very, uh, a few things I, I plan on talking about, but then, while online, I found something out which uh, is kind of sad, It's a sad day or a sad moment. A person that I have respected and found to be one of the more brilliant comedy minds of his or any generation, someone who... um, and some great characters, beautiful, you know, full characters, and just sometimes the most bizarre, weirdest things. And for that, I always love Terry Jones. And sadly, Terry Jones passed away today at his home in London. And I was on the internet this morning, just flipping around and came across that and it was one of those like poof and you gotta sort of figure the cast of Monty Python is aging and you know Graham has been gone for a very long time now and this is the first and, and I, I mean, we did, 
he's not the first, you know, Python to pass. But he's, I feel and, and fear that he is the first of, well, he's, you know, the first of who's left. And you just hope that they don't go in quick succession. Because I truly believe that, you know, um, Michael Palin and Eric Idle and John Cleese still have things to contribute. Uh, I mean, you know, when, you know, Terry Gilliam died, you know, being the fifth, you know, the, the or the sixth, what do they call it, uh, Python, the American, the outsider, uh, sad for the same reasons. When Graham passed, I was much younger and uh, didn't fully grasp, you know, his contributions and now realizing how brilliant they all were at some point or another every one of them were the funniest person in the world at some point the funniest human alive for something they did or something they said or or some movie or this or that so it is a sad day that and a day to remember Terry Jones, uh, one of those, you know, comedians, filmmakers, writers, performers who just had a knack for knowing what was sort of funny at that moment and or at that time when it was needed. So to Terry Jones, I lift my mug and I say thank you. For all the laughs, all the inspiration, all the joy you have brought to the world. And if you're unfamiliar with Terry Jones, you know, at all, I truly recommend you watch some Monty Python. He will be the man naked playing the piano at some point. He uh, plays some beautiful characters that are... I mean, memorable. Memorable. Uh, and I don't want to start listing characters. And I don't want to, because I will miss something or say something wrong. And just, you know, if you know what I'm talking about. And uh, if you only know him from Monty Python, I recommend you go out and find some of his movies. Uh, two of my personal favorites. I believe would be uh, Time Bandits, which is such a silly little fun little film, and I love it. Uh, Brazil, another, wow, mindfuck. So find his filmology, find his additional works. If you're unfamiliar with him, watch some Monty Python. And... uh, see what kind of brilliant guy this was. So Terry Jones, thank you. Safe travels.
Goodbye. So, some of the things I had jotted down to, and that's the thing, I don't leave notes. I just put down things, and I've always done that. It's just like, just write it down, you'll figure it out, you'll make it happen, or not. I have had sheets in front of me in the past where I've got eight things, nine things written down, and only maybe touch on three. And that is because I didn't feel like there's anything there for me at that time at that moment for that particular statement or word or thing. That's the whole thing. I don't know. Sometimes I write things down and I forget uh, all the details to what that meant. You know, if I jot it down in my little pad on like a Friday afternoon or Thursday afternoon and I don't look at it until Tuesday, I might not remember why I wrote down Old Milk. I don't know. I don't absolutely know why I wrote down Old Milk. I mean, today I do. I that's the you know, I know why I wrote down Old Milk today. But there are times when, did I, why? I don't understand was that funny then? Uh, what was I going for? And that's the trouble with just writing the thought down and be done with it. I do have in my notes, I write down the stuff that I really want to remember. And I am building up a stand-up uh, routine. I am writing and have been writing a stand-up for a while now. It's, I've broken it down into, I've got five minutes, I've got ten minutes, I've got a half hour, I don't have an hour yet, uh, and I don't know if I ever will go that far. I mean, I'm not trying to, at right this point, I'm not trying to go out and become a stand-up comic, but I got stuff I want to say and get out to the world in that format, and I just want to see how it comes out, and done it in the past. I've done stand-up years ago and have occasionally gone to open mics for little stints, done like a few months of open mics and then stop. And I do a little bit and I stop. And I don't know why. Uh, it's been a while since I've done it. And, you know, occasionally I will go and do some stand-up. And when I do, I think, okay, I should be doing this more. I would get better and this would be better but I've got so many uh, sticks and so many different fires sometimes that I don't know if I should even be trying but I get these ideas I get these thoughts and I just write them down uh, and they don't seem like the right content for this but maybe I you know change that around and uh Make it for this. So, who knows? We'll work on that. These are thoughts. So, old milk. I wrote old milk today because bought a carton of milk beginning, you know, before the 10th of January. So, we're talking maybe, and it was like 
a couple days before, like several days before the tenth, because you know that was the sell by date. And you tr- and you know if I'm in the store, I'm looking for milk. I'm looking for that date to be about a week, two weeks out. You know if I if I'm stuck, you know, it's say the first of January, and the tenth, I would buy that gallon of milk on the first if I, you know, because I'm predicting I'm getting through it by the, you know, done by the 10th around there. And, you know, because I typically will not, you know, unless it says, you know, specifically sell by date or because they can't really put the expiration date. They don't know how long it's going to last. I mean, those are suggestions for for the most part. I mean, Really, they truly are. Something could, you know, they say it, it goes bad by this date and you eat it a month past it and it is absolutely completely crunchy and flavorful and good, whatever it was. It's not gone bad. It's still good even past that supposed expiration date. Now, I'm talking crackers, chips, cookies, you know, more of this processed food stuff. Because the processed, it's it's a process. It's a lot of chemicals. It's a lot of powders. There's there's very little real food involved in food lately. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. They use, you know, wheat flour and wheat germ or, you know, let's see. On the package of goldfish baked snack crackers with... Ooh, the Disney Mickey Mouse head, the Dis- you know, like the Mickey Mouse head is intermixed with all the fish. And the fun thing is they tell you on the back, or where do they say, say it? It says it here somewhere that the, uh, oh yeah, the, the colors sourced from plants. So there's actual plants in this. There really is actual plants in this. But, you know, and... I like this. Goldfish Pepperidge Farms remembers. How many of you are old enough to remember that guy? The Pepperidge Farm guy. Hello, Pepperidge Farms remembers. I'm not sure what they were remembering, but they remembered it, and he remembered it damn well. But anyway, so they say on the package, made with smiles and, and and that's in bold letters, and then the ingredients, enriched wheat flour. Okay, so there's real food there. Cheddar cheese, real food there. Canola and or sunflower oil. And I, I'm, I've always wondered why they don't know. Do they just, do some crackers get canola and some get sunflower? Or, and both? I don't know. So that's what that is. And then contains 2% less of salt, yeast, sugar, uh, yeast extract, spices, celery, onion powder, and the colors, beet juice concentrate and paprika extract. Because for whatever reason, the head of Mickey Mouse is red. I don't know why, but it's red. And um, then they do a connect the dots on the back, and it's Mickey's head, and the dots form the... Uh, chin, 
cheeks, and ears. It is the most ridiculous uh, connect the dots ever. So, you know, sometimes you get a, you, you see those connected dots and very rarely do you not know what they're going for. I mean, when you're an adult, it's hard not to not notice it. And when you're a kid, the, the more difficult ones, you might be like, what are they trying to make here? And then you do it and you're like, oh, like 10 dots in of say 20 dots. You're like, oh, okay. Yeah, I got it. Halfway through, you're like, yep. Okay, I get you. So, it, you know, they're never difficult to connect the dots. At least I've never found one that I, I'm stumped until I solve it. Never have come across that. Maybe I'm showing stupidity by talking about them the way I am. I don't know. But this connect the dots is horrible. So, anyway, the point I was trying to get at, and uh, Goldfish has kind of let me down. By having so much real food, you know, I was looking for all those processed chemicals, and uh, goldfish doesn't have a ton of them, or any of them. I don't see any of these like uh, extra long words, you know, the mononitrates, and the, that those are normal words, and you know, things that are common, or at least normal. There's no like. 18 layers of real work, you know. What I'm saying is, there's not all the chemical bullshit in Pepperidge Farms and uh, the goldfish. So that's cool. And now I'm going to try and see. Yeah, no, everything I'm picking up right now. Oh, there's some high fructose corn syrup in these uh, crackers. I'm going to just stop looking because, I don't know, I'm not prepared. Oh, wait, I got something right here. Earthy grains. Q U I N O A. I don't. I'm not even pronouncing it. I can't. I don't do that well. Those those words when they're when there's words I don't like. I don't read them. Uh, so there's a whole lot of stuff, and it's all natural. So maybe I'm wrong, but still, I think this package of grains and rice. Um, its expiration date is into November of this year, and it would probably be fine into a full year from now. It would probably still be fine. And that's the thing. These are purely, purely suggestions. So, getting back to my whole point, we bought this milk. I, I don't remember the exact date, of course, uh, where I would have said it. But we bought this milk a considerable amount of time before the 10th of January, at least a week. And I put milk from that jug in my cup today for this cup of tea. That is, the sell-by date was the 10th. It is the 21st. That is 11 days past the sell-by date. And we've still, we still bought a, a gallon like a week ago, and it was like, because that's already past date, you know, just transfer the milks. I haven't transferred the milks yet. And what was getting me before, you would you would un, undo the top, you'd sniff in there, it smelled bad, so you're like, oh, it's no good. What was happening, and I think if you all check, you'll, you might notice, around the rim of the, the screw-on cap, 
a little bit of milk, you know, forms, you know, like gets there and then stays there and like gets hard because it's not in the mass, the chunk, all the milk, it, you know, it sort of dries out on that edge. And in time, if you do not clean that, it will stink. And that's what was stinking. It, 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 It wasn't the milk inside the jug. It was right at the top, the cap, right around the edge of the cap. So every time I use it now, I'm cleaning it off, clearing out the excess milk in that screw top how you know when you pour it a little drip gets around you don't if you don't close you know don't clean it off that accumulates and eventually that stinks so i've been cleaning it off and i'm still using that milk today 11 days past its sell-by date uh it's not smelling bad it's not tasting bad so go for it try it take your own experiment buy milk before the sell-by date and see how far you can take it past before you're like, I can't go. I cannot do it anymore. I'm I'm at 11 days. There's a little bit left. It's almost at the bottom. I'm only using milk for my tea because I have found there was a point when we first met when I was living on my own where I was making and eating like two bowls of cereal a night. I would come home from a day of work and be hungry. And, you know, okay, I'll make a bowl of cereal, eat some, you know, cornflakes, some Wheaties, some Rice Krispies. I love Rice Krispies. Uh, and then, you know, still hungry, have another bowl. And I was just eating and drinking a lot of milk. I was, you know, coffees, cereals, glasses. I would just drink a big glass of milk and just be fine. And I noticed at one point, you know, I'm not sure exactly when, but the going out part was getting explosive from time to time. And I was like, hey, you know, I guess it's just how my body works. I, you know, wasn't connecting the dots. Ah, see, the connect the dots that I was talking about before, you know, I wasn't putting those dots together and maybe I wasn't seeing the big picture. That's the connect the dots. I can't follow sometimes. Life's connect the dots. You know, the like the Mickey's ears on the back of the Pepperidge Farm bag. Got it. No probs. I'm not a nine-month-old. Uh, no problem. Life's connect the dots. Milk. Where, you know, and the connecting of the dots to lactose and you know not and actually defying it being like no effing way am I lactose intolerant I drink milk all the time I'm fine not realizing that those gurgling belly now I was never in pain it never like hurt to like like the gas or anything I would fart I don't, I don't hold it in you know some people would wish I did I don't if I gotta do it I do it I let it out you know you will kill yourself if you don't fart just telling you, I know I know some pe- some people. I have never heard them fart, and that's not an odd thing. But to hear them say, "Oh, I I I don't fart at all," is almost, you know, they hold it in until they're private, until they you know not in public, and then they fart apparently. But I gotta tell you, folks, do it. It's good for you. But I refuse to put those connections together. 
And then I stopped for a while. No milk. And lo and behold, things weren't so explosive anymore. And I had to admit that maybe, just maybe, I have changed. You change. I mean, there was a point in my life, you know, from your taste buds to your gut to your everything, you sort of change uh, through life, through time. I mean, they say every, by seven years, every cell in your body's been replaced or something like that. They, you know, where it takes, you know, the liver switches every, you know, seven years or maybe it takes 10 years for bone or something like that. But in general, we keep replacing our cells, our body parts. Sad thing is they don't replace with like really new, happy, young. I mean, we would never, re- you know, we'd have this recycling of energies every 10 or 12 years that we're just like, yeah, I feel new again. Unfortunately, you know, the liver does not trade off and replace the cells with good new ones. So it, you know, fixes liver damage or liver disease or cirrhosis or anything. No, no, no. You replace a cirrhosis, you know, injured cell with apparently another cirrhosis injured cell or a weak heart atom will be replaced by another weak heart atom. I apparently we don't get new parts. You know, we our T cells cut off at a certain point, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, I digress. This whole thing has been digressing. But anyway, um, I had to fully you know, accept the fact that I cannot drink the amount of milk that I used to drink. And through, you know, the occasional like, you know, screw it. I want a glass of milk. I just need a glass of milk. I never need it. But it's like, mm, good, tasty. I want a glass of milk. And I would have a glass of milk. And then later that night, uh, it was, you know, revealed to me that that was the wrong idea. I think that's a nice way to put it. Revealed to me that it was the wrong idea to do. And so I have to, and I haven't completely cut the milk out. I put it in my tea. I will just a dollop. And maybe that's still not good enough. Maybe I need to just completely get it out. And uh, I will never do almond milk or the nut-based milks or soy milk, uh, I'll just stop. I've done it before with other things, and I will do it with that. Um, I mean, I stopped with cigarettes. Uh, proud of that. This April will be four years that I have not had a cigarette, and I am very, very, very proud of myself for that. I didn't use any patches or gums or pills it was mental positive personal reinforcement you know leading up to that point this is the day I quit this is the day I quit and boom I quit I've mentioned this before I'm not going to go into the details but that's coming up so if I can quit those because they were bad for me and they were making and they were hurting me I can stop milk because it's bad for me and it's hurting me. If that is the case, I will and could do that. But I still love it in my tea. 
Mm. And the thing is, uh, like non-dairy creamers or uh, half and half, they just don't, nothing can match the taste of milk because it's, it's, it's uniquely milk. It is its unique taste. I mean, you can synthesize anything you want and you can bend things and do things to make something else kind of taste like milk, but it never works. It's like turkey bacon. It's, it's, it's not ham. It's not pork. So it won't actually taste like ham. Now you can throw in all the chemicals you want that make it taste like ham. But I'll tell you right now, it doesn't really taste like ham. There's always that little bit of, hmm. And that's how it is with the milks. It's always just that little bit of, hmm. Uh, so, yeah. So that's uh, what I want to talk about today. <laughs> no, it's not what I want to talk about today. The t- uh, today was just a day of catching up. So sorry that uh, I'm a day late with the release of the show. Hope you enjoy I raise another glass and a moment of silence for Terry Jones. <laughs> a silly voice for a silly man. A brilliantly silly man. And uh, old milk. I had some other things I want to talk about today, but I ran out of time. Uh, I'm not going to take this much longer than this today because I'm trying to be more, tighten it up, do a little bit more of this or that. I did not actually go through that whole typical, you know, I'm Kehoe and got my tea right here. There are times when I just don't think about it. You know, that's what happens when you fly by the seat of your pants. You don't have a crew of people working around you. You don't have at least one person who, you know, can keep you in line, you know, you forget to say something and it's forgotten. And that's just the way it is. So with that, I'm Kehoe. I got an almost empty glass of tea next to me. And I want to say thank you for listening. It's not always about the tea. It's about the time spent. So thank you for spending your time with me. No story time this week. Just me jibber-jabbering. And next week we'll bring back story time. And uh, if you have a story title you would like me to be inspired by, drop it into the Facebook uh, page, Tea with Kehoe. If you're unfamiliar with Tea with Kehoe Facebook page, find it. Go on Facebook, type in Tea with Kehoe. You should find it that way. It should just pop up. It's the only one there. Uh, So give that a look. Put down a story title. Let me know what you think. Connect with me. Interact with me. Let me know. Are you liking it? Tell me. I'd love to hear. So with that, have a great night. Have a great week. And I'll talk to you soon. Turn it off. I almost forgot. I can't end the show just with a that. I gotta end it with the the words of kindness. The things that I I truly feel are are good to hear at the end of, uh, you know, the day or things that should be said. 
So uh, when you're out and about in the world today, uh, bring your smile, uh, bring your compassion, have uh, your empathy in your pocket, because in this world, you never know when those things will be needed. Uh, A smile uh, to a person could be, you know, just what they needed. A little bit of compassion for a person who's sort of out of their ways at the moment might be exactly what they need. A little bit of empathy and understanding for what someone might be going through at a certain time may be exactly what they need. So have those things on you. Have those things ready. A hug could be the most amazing thing for someone in need of a hug. So give them a smile, give them a hug, show some compassion, have kindness in everything that you do. Because in the world we live in today, I think kindness is a commodity that is um, needed to be uh, built up and needed to be spread and shared. And maybe by being kind and compassionate and empathetic and uh, joyous in our lives, we can then influence others and they will then influence others and the good could be contagious. Um, So with that, thank you all uh, for listening. This is now the true ending. So we're going to just pop this at the end. Uh, Thank you all for listening. Have a great day. Have a great week. Uh, Be beautiful to each other and yourself. And I'll talk to you soon. Second time I say stop.